0: Welcome back to Ed Talk. I'm your host, Tamara, and today we're going to talk about mental health for our teachers and our students, as well as all of our professional educators throughout the school systems here in the United States. This month, I was reading an article in Education Week that talks about the mental health of educators. The title is Don't Forget the Adults, How Schools and Districts Can Support Educator Mental Health. It's a good article. Um, I think it's one that we should all read to get some ideas on how we can help our staff or our students, our children's teachers, and how we can work forward with this. Um, I think it's really, really important that we take a look at the mental health of our teachers. This is not the first time that this has come up. It has come up before the pandemic because teachers are not just teaching curriculum and subject uh, content knowledge, but they are working with the students daily in regards to what is going on at their personal level. Now I'm going to share... Some of my personal stories, my personal journeys. I have, in my career, taken knives, multiple knives. I'm not talking about one. But throughout my career, I have dealt with students with knives, planning to attack another student, a teacher, or themselves. I have also dealt with students with guns. Now, that, and and these guns were to to harm others. I have gotten the police involved and the school security involved in regards to a student targeting a teacher of mine. Um and when you think about these things right now as I'm saying to him, you're like, whoa, you know, that's that's pretty serious. I want you to now think of being that teacher, knowing that a student is targeting you, that they want to come after you and do physical harm to you. You have a family that you have to take care of, that you're responsible for. You have loved ones. You want to be safe. But even more importantly, teachers have to also be aware of the students that they're taking care of at that moment in time. So you are focused on a classroom Of 30 kids, you're working with them. You are making sure that they are, you know, grasping a new concept. Not an easy task to do in this day and age. You know, we have mainstreaming, we have multiple learning disabilities and challenges in a classroom now. So you're focused on all of these things, and you also have to be hyper aware. Of students that are upset, and whether that's self harm, harm of others, or even harm for the teacher, this is heavy stuff. This is the reality of teachers daily, and why we don't have more mental health for our teachers is just unbelievable to me. Now, we do have some school districts, most of them now have uh one or two free mental health phone calls you have access to make a phone call uh it's a hotline it's it's free um therapy one or two sessions that's not enough it should be built in it should be built in just as i believe it should also be built in for nurses right and doctors they deal with heavy things as well especially if you're in er trauma Well, we need to do that for our teachers. That should not be another burden for them because I don't know of many teachers that have the time or can afford to have a consistent therapist on hand to help them work through the trauma that they deal with on a day-to-day basis. And I haven't even touched upon the fact that teachers have to deal with physical abuse, sexual abuse, and mental abuse that their children or their students are dealing with, and that they are usually the first ones to find out. And then they have to report it to DCF, and there's all these laws in place. And if they don't do it in a timely fashion, their career is on the line. There's a lot of pressure and a lot of stress And I want to remind you, you know, as, as in our previous podcast that we've talked about, that these teachers really don't have any downtime when they're on the job. There is no time to sit back and decompress. So we are just creating just a perfect storm for teachers to melt down and to just have serious mental health issues. So, move forward reading these articles, like I noted from education week and making sure that we are finding ways to help our teachers and staff at our schools to be able to release some of this um, stress pressure. And I just, I I'm telling you just (laughs) as an administrator, as a principal, just to allow someone to be in my office and cry. Just to let them express themselves. You need to just be a shoulder to cry on. You just need to be able to listen to them because they care. Let me tell you, I don't think it's a shocker to any of us how much teachers care about their students. And when something happens to their student they're taking it upon themselves emotionally as well. So let's find ways. And I want to hear about it. Please contact me at edtalkwithtamara at gmail.com. Send me send me a message. Let's brainstorm more ways that we can have some mental health awareness and that we can provide mental health for mental health help for our teachers and our education professionals. Um, one idea and discussion with some of my colleagues is we have counselors full time on on staff at the school, for our students. Why don't we have some counselors full time for our teachers to access at any time? Then it can be a private discussion. And they have a counselor right there to help them out and to work through the trauma and to make better decisions. But of course, we need to give them time to do that as well. So we do need to give our teachers more time to plan, to reflect, and to heal, all right, and take care of themselves. So that's one of the first topics I wanted to talk about today. And... This kind of leads me to my next topic, which is uh, Vice President Harris. She has released some information about restructuring our schools. So let's take a look at that. So the Biden administration has now released the Biden-Harris Action Plan, and it is to improve the infrastructure of our schools. Now, I appreciate that the administration is doing this. I really appreciate that you're going in, you're going to improve schools, you're going to improve air filtration, you're going to make sure that we have updated schools. That's fantastic. That Those are things that we have discussed in the past are things that we need to do to help our teachers, our students to have proper environments for learning. I just want to challenge the Biden administration to do more. I think we have all heard promises like this before from politicians, whether it's the, at the local level, the district level, the, the state level, or the national level. We have had these promises, and yes, we get some drops in the bucket to help improve our schools. But we need to make education a priority. And I know we have heard that from so many people, so many different groups. And I'm probably preaching to the choir. If you're listening to Ed Talks, you know, with Tamara, then obviously you are interested in education and you're probably passionate about it as well. We need to get the word out there because our school system is antiquated. We are losing teachers we are losing belief in our system we have parents and community members that do not believe in the professional the professionalism of educators in our school systems and therefore they want to take decisions and take those decisions out of our hands instead of letting us as the professionals take the decisions. And we just really need to look at the way our system, our school systems in America are. We need to look at them. We need to really think outside of the box or even inside of the box. You know, we need to just take every perspective we can and shift the way that we're looking at our education system. I'm going to say it multiple times. We need to ensure that we have educators that have the ability, the time to be professionals, to plan effectively and efficiently, to make sure that they can reach every child instead of just trying to cram as much time in the day with an adult as possible and not really looking at how children are learning. We have discovered in this pandemic that there are many, many children that are learning. They are even thriving having online courses. We need to couple our new knowledge with Our old knowledge, and we need to redesign what the school system looks like. We renovate houses all the time, right? We have some amazing old houses, but the houses are still standing. They can still be a shelter and provide for a family what a house should provide, right? but we renovate them all the time. Why? Because they need to be updated. They need to be more modern. Maybe they need new plumbing. Maybe they need, you know, uh, uh, more light to be let in. We upgrade, update, and renovate houses all the time. Why are we not renovating our schools, not just physically, but also this system? We need to update that. Businesses have been updated, and they are up to date with the technology, and they're up to date with the new and best practices, and we really struggle as an education system to keep up those best practices. So I'm challenging the Biden-Harris administration, I'm challenging you to look further into how we can renovate our school systems Because we need to ensure that we have enough educators for all of the children that we have in the United States that do deserve a proper education, do deserve a personalized education. And when I mean personalized, I mean, we are making sure that we're reaching those children at their level to help them excel that we're not just normalizing and generalizing instruction because there's enough research out there that now tells us that's not good enough. And one thing that I would like everyone to look at is universal design for learning because that I believe is the future of how we should be educating all of our children. We reach a child where he or she may be, and then we grow them from there. Instead of trying to make education one size fits all, we need to differentiate and make sure that we have tools that can help us reach every child where they are at, at the moment and help them grow. Everybody has different needs in this world and we need to make sure that we're, we're reaching them. That that's what educators do, right? We're here to help everyone. Okay, so today we talked a little bit about educator mental health and that we need to think of ways that we can help our teachers. We've also talked about the Biden-Harris Action Plan, and I am looking forward to your feedback, your opinions, your thoughts, your ideas. Your ideas are so important so we can share those ideas that we can make education better. So if you have some thoughts and ideas, please send them my way. I'll share them on the show. It is Tamara at gmail.com. Tamara is spelled T-A-M-Y-R-A. So that's Tamara at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you And I want to give you a heads up on two episodes that are coming. One is we are going to talk to a parent who has an autistic child, and we're going to get some tips and best practices about how to work with the education system when you have a special needs child. And we are also going to be talking to a researcher that has found some unique ways to help college students gain some experience before they enter the classroom. Thank you for listening to Ed Talk today, and I'm wishing you a wonderful week. See you next week at Ed Talk with Tamara.